Welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast. On this show, we take a relational approach to turning readers into fans by using expensive words based on our emotions to write compelling stories. This way, instead of finding customers who read, we find friends and fans who will go on any storytelling path with us as we walk down the winding roads that make up our author journeys. Get ready to learn more about writing the story of your heart right now on Writing Expensive Words. All right, welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I love your face so darn much. And if I can't see you, I still love you. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about how to be okay with your story idea changing, because this is one of those issues that makes authors feel stuck. It causes writer's fatigue, which is also known as writer's block. And, uh, (laughs) you know, we're always we want to be so uh, adaptable in life. But when it comes to changing our idea a little bit, I think a lot of us panic. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. And so today we're going to go through seven points that have to do with being okay with the story idea changing and also the idea of transformation, not only in your story, but in you. All right, let's get started today with point number one, which is transformation of idea into a reality, right? We've got to take that abstract thing we call thought, which is an idea, and we've got to turn it into something real, uh, like a short story or a book. We've talked a lot about story ideas by themselves and how they're not enough to make a book more than a gimmick, because a story idea can be a gimmick. So what do you do if you feel like your story needs work? Well, you have to be willing to change your ideas as you go through the planning stage. And a lot of people will tell you, just stick to your original idea. There must be a way that you can make it work. Um, But that's where people get stuck, like you talked about. That's how you get writer's fatigue or writer's block. I don't actually believe that writer's block is real because you can always choose whether or not you can do something creatively, right? Like when I'm sewing, I don't get like sewer's blocked where I'm like, oh, I can't go to my machine anymore. Maybe I need a break, but that's probably probably because I'm tired, which can happen when you're writing as well. It can happen for sewing and for writing. Um, but if you haven't thought about being willing to change your story, it's not your fault. There are so many people that are like, follow through, follow through. But you get stuck and you're like, I don't know how I can keep going. Then you need to adjust. You need to be willing to change. And now you have my expert advice uh, and you have permission to be more flexible with your idea because a lot of what I love about writing and love about working with writing clients is problem solving. If there weren't any problems, there would be no giant uh, puzzles for me to solve in the writerly world. My office is getting a little warm, which is crazy because it is like cold here now. We're The leaves are changing in Pennsylvania. Uh, if you live in a northeasterly type state and you haven't been outside and you're in the U.S., go outside, enjoy the leaves, do some soul searching amongst the dying leaves from the trees. No, I don't know. You know, it's called the beautiful dying. But anyways, I want you to understand that it's okay to be flexible. 
It's okay to say, today I'm going to take a break from writing and go be outside with all the red and orange and yellow and brown because it's cool and it only happens one time a year, right? So uh, that's the first point is that in order to transform any idea into reality, you have to be flexible or else you're going to get stuck. Okay, let's go on to point number two, how to transform idea into a product. So we talked about taking uh, an idea and bringing it into reality. But at the end of all this, you're a writer. So you're going to be turning this idea into a product. So when you're thinking of how to take an idea and turn it into a product, in our case, that would be a book. And when I say that and people are thinking about this process for the first time, they get this panicked look on their face and it feels a little bit impossible, but it's not. I want you to know it's not. I know that this process can be scary and intimidating, but you've got this. You need to follow these few rules and you'll be fine. You need to make sure that your character can change over the course of the story based on the challenges they face while keeping in mind that your overall story needs a beginning, a middle, and an end. And uh, a lot of you have heard me talk about the action-reaction formula, or maybe you've taken one of my classes and you know that you can scale your story based on the idea that every scene is made of an action and a reaction, and a book is just one long action and reaction, or one quick action and one long reaction, right? So if you can think of a beginning, a middle, and an end, you're good. You don't need to be scared. And if you can't think of one, go for a walk amongst the beautiful leaves and then try to think of it because you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Let's move to point number three. Transform your idea into a real business. I feel like the <laughs> phraseology of a real business is intimidating because yes, okay, as writers, we do wanna be able to make money from those projects that we've written. We do want to be compensated for our work, which means we have to think about it like a business. And I'm always saying, and you know this, that uh, we need to understand marketing if we want to be able to build our writerly business. And we have to think about our time and our resources as, you know, investments. And we need to think about our books as products. So uh, if you want to transform your idea into a real business, I want to say that being an author can be intimidating, right? But if you're willing to be flexible, that's a great start. There are no guarantees in life. There are no guarantees that if you do X, Y, Z, that you'll be a best-selling author. I know a lot of people out there will tell you that, but that's not necessarily the case. However, one of the things that you can do that you can say, I guarantee I'm going to do this, is to keep moving forward yourself. So when you're... <laughs> When you're thinking of a story idea and before you turn it into a full-on novel, you want to think of how you're going to celebrate. And the reason why is because, as Rachel Peterson says, what you celebrate, you can replicate. And when you've taken an idea and been willing to change it and develop it as you go, that is definitely a cause for celebration. Uh, for me, I like to celebrate by doing something cool with my husband, like going to watch Dune, which we're going to do on Thursday. And by Thursday, I will be finished with my half of the first draft of the project that Marie and I are working on, Write the Perfect Read, the self-help edition, um, which is for business owners who want to share their personal stories in order to grow their business and make connections with future 
you know, ideal clients. So I'll be celebrating that by watching a really long movie based on a really long book that I thought was very interesting and good and I could go on and on about Dune. If you didn't like the movie, uh, you can go ahead and post why. If you liked it, tell me why. Obviously, um, there's not going to be any major spoilers for me as I already know the story. So uh, go ahead and comment. I want to hear how you experienced Dune the movie as opposed to Dune the book. Okay, enough about that. So, yeah, just pay, figure out a way to celebrate when you've gotten through this whole process. For me, I like going to see movies or I like going to uh, eat a healthy lunch with my husband. We'll go to the smoothie bar or maybe we'll go like I'll get a quinoa bowl from someplace. Yeah, I'm trying not to eat so much junk right now because I had like a crazy food bender when my mom was here for her birthday because we had to eat birthday food, right? So like even though I try to limit stuff, now I'm like reset. So when you're feeling like you can't or you're feeling like... I am struggling. Reset. Don't give up. Okay? All right. Let's go to point number four. How to turn idea into business. Okay. So it's difficult to take a story idea and turn it into a business. I said that already. That's why you have to plan the celebration because you replicate what you celebrate, like Rachel Peterson says. A lot of gurus out there will say, if you can just come up with one golden idea that you'll be set for life, all your dreams will come true. Um, but it's not that simple. One of the things you have to do to be successful as an author is be able to realize when an idea isn't working and then make a transition. So maybe you're writing a story about, uh, <laughs> let's talk about Flatland, right? Why not? I just saw a triangle and I was like, oh, that story popped into my head. So let's say you're writing about a, a two-dimensional being passing through a three-dimensional world. And you're like, oh, well, what? how would they experience that? And I'm sure that when the author was writing Flatland, which I can't remember the author's name right now, that they were like, oh, how am I even going to explain this? And uh, I feel like they mostly succeeded, but maybe there was a little bit of a better way. But, so, you know, like that's the thing is that you have to be able to transition as your story idea is being developed because you have to say, okay, is this going to get me from where it's a story idea to a fully fleshed out story or is this a gimmick and I need to make adjustments? And if you can make those adjustments, then you are going to be able to move forward. And the thing is, creative people like me, like you, we tend to feel things a little bit more. We're more sensitive. But you can get past that feeling of yuckiness when you realize you have to be able to transition by realizing that that feeling that you have is temporary. Then you can adjust instead of staying in that broken pattern, right? We've talked about that so much, where if you notice that a pattern, if you notice that a behavior or that a tactic is not working out, you can always transition. You can always break that false belief. And this is one of those cases where you're like, this feeling that I have is temporary and I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to refuse to stay in a pattern that doesn't work or a broken pattern. 
All right, let's move on to point number five. Transform idea into vision. This is so important because it's not just about a business, right? If you're just like, I want to make money, that's not going to project you through your career in the long term. That's something that's not super inspirational and uh, it lacks vision, right? That's what we're looking for. Um, so Michael Hyatt has a book called The Vision Driven Leader. Can you guess why we're going to talk about it? That's right. It's about having vision. And he wrote it for business owners. But guess what? Writers can learn something from CEOs like Michael Hyatt, who's also a great writer, by the way. What, what thing do you think that we can learn from him? That's right. We need to focus on vision. So you do you have a long-term vision for your writing career? Do you have a long-term vision for the project you're working on now? Have you thought about long-term? Like, what about a series you could write? What about the next five years? What are your writing goals? What, the next 10 years, what are your writing goals? What kind of, like, successful post or fence post do you see as you're traveling throughout this next decade, right? So are you interested in thinking more about vision? You can go ahead and get Michael Hyatt's book, uh, The Vision Driven Leader. So these are things that the Michael Hyatt's of the world think about. And that's something that you as a writer who hopes to have profit in their business as a writer should think about what is my vision? Where am I headed? And it's okay to change your vision, just like it's okay to change your story idea. I adjust my vision like every six months. I look back and I'm like, is this on track with what I want? And I, ha I do the same thing for my writing plan. I actually changed up my writing plan this year because I was going to start the rewrite for the Plunge Into Darkness series. And I realized I want to do more research about the theology of disability which is a topic in the book that I go over. And I was like, there's a lot more I can learn about this. So I pushed that back so I could do some reading and some research. And I moved right this way, the self-help edition up. And Maria was like, yes, I agree. So we could move forward. It was great. Um, all right. Now we're on to point number six. Ideas to transform your writing. <laughs> okay. If you have an idea and you can't quite figure out how to get through from, remember, the beginning to the middle to the end, then I want you to know, I, I mean, I want to know what your ideas for brainstorming are, okay? Uh, what changes do you make in your daily life that help you finish your story and make your story complete? For me, I like to talk things out with one of my writer friends or with my husband, He's my best friend in general, so I talk through a lot of storytelling ideas with him and just my plans for my business and this podcast and everything. Um, but talking helps me. I also like to take notes by hand whenever I'm working on a new project. It just engages a different part of my brain. Like, uh, you know, like left brain is more creative. And I think I draw little pictures or like make little graphs or whatever charts and it helps me get in a creative mode because creativity is key when you're trying to transform something. And remember, that's what we're talking about today is how to be okay with your with your story idea changing and how to push yourself towards that transformation. So next time you're like, I don't know what to do. 
you can look at the list of comments that people are going to leave, right? Because we're helping each other out. I want to know what do you do when you're stuck in order to free your brain up for brainstorming, for those little clouds to form and the lightning to happen and the rain to start coming down. Okay, let's move on to the seventh and final point for today's episode. Can you change? Because remember, we're talking about being okay with your story idea changing and transforming and having vision for your business and leaning into understanding that you need to change, right? So uh, you... In the last, you know, during this episode, we've been talking about how to be okay with your story idea changing, but maybe you've been wondering, Kristen, I I don't know if I can even change, so why would I be able to change my story? But the answer is that you can change. Uh, And this is also something that you can share with your readers through storytelling because your readers are also changing over time. And that's a relatable point of human connection for the two of you, for you and for your reader. Um, I... I'm going to tell you something that maybe will be surprising to you, maybe not, but um, I used to be completely crippled by social anxiety, and uh, I've learned through therapy and time what my triggers are. That way I can adjust, and 10 years ago, I never never would have been able to make videos like this. I wouldn't have been able to do silly things on TikTok. I would have just been too nervous. So I know that I can do them because I tried to do them. And that's what you need to think about. Have I tried? Because if you haven't tried, you don't know whether you can do it or not. So next time you're feeling like things will never change, choose to take your next best step and level up your personal arc just like you would do for your character arc. You've got this. You have all the tools you need in order to succeed. And that's why I'm just giving you more and more and more because I care about you. I care about your writing and I know that you can do it. Do you believe? uh, If you don't believe, you can borrow my belief because I believe enough for both of us. Uh, Don't follow twice if you want more writing advice. It's never too late to write the story of your heart. Happy writing. This has been another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast with me, your host, Kristen Spencer. I'd love to hear your amazing writing thoughts and questions from your awesome writing brain. You can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer or at literary symmetry. Or you can email me at kns at literarysymmetry.com. This podcast is funded by awesome listeners like you. If you'd like to support this podcast and keep it rolling, you can head over to www.patreon.com forward slash expensive words. You can keep all of my hosting and software needs going for the show by donating less than what it costs for one fancy cup of tea a month. And to be eligible to join writing coaching calls with me, check out the $12 a month sponsorship. You will get to ask me questions live about the story of your heart once a month and meet other cool writers. Thanks again for listening and happy writing.